going on? It's the Film Drunk Frogcast coming at you not live from the Frog Quarters in San Francisco. Uh, this week we're going to talk about Wiener and maybe some Borat because it's almost the 10th anniversary this week. Uh, first, let me introduce to you the Frog Crew. First, we got the irregular regular, Mr. Matt Lieb. Cubs win the World Series! Cubs win the World Series! Now, right now the World Series is on and it's the fifth inning. And uh, it's four, what is it, four to one? Mm-hmm. So when you're listening to this, you'll you'll know where my mindset is at. If the, like somehow the Indians do come back, which is very possible, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and win the whole thing, which they won't. But I'm, I'm calling it right now. This will be a time capsule of irrelevant baseball scores. Yeah. This will be the equivalent to like uh, Dewey defeats Truman. Yeah. But uh, with baseball. Uh, we got future NFL Hall of Famer Brendan. Hi. Hi. You really contrasted me there with the lower energy. Well, you really sucked the air out of the room. Oh, I really did. And Talking that's, sports. That's kind of my with thing. With your hot sports takes. I got takes on sports. I don't know much about them, except for basketball. I love basketball. You hate LeBron. I hate LeBron. I also hate the Cleveland Indians because LeBron is a fan. Uh, there you, will be we, cosmic justice if there's a, a Cleveland implosion. and, and uh, It would be, they, yes. They lost a 3-1 lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then LeBron died. Really eating, oh, we're getting Joe Sinclitico on the phone. Oh, breaking no. in. What, if your butt was filled with my seed. Uh-oh, you peed. You peed out my seed. <laughs> Hi, Joe. Hey, guys. Coming out with a new album? Yeah, dude. I just wanted that on record. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Is um, that is that as beef rider or is that your alter ego meat wolf? That's just no, that was me. I was hundred percent. That was my solo album. Got it. Keeping it one hundred. Or is, is Meat Wolf an AKA of Beef Rider like a la Wu Tang where they have like a million AKAs? Completely Yeah, I mean I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I think I haven't sussed it out, really dug in and mm-hmm. kind of figured the whole thing out. The, but it's all me, it's all my heart. Mm-hmm. They do say Joe Sinclitico is for the children. Is that, yeah. what, they, is that what they say? That's mm-hmm. what they say. Oh, no, I think it's they true. say he's not for the children. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's actually yeah. what He's say. actually the anti wu Joe love the kids. Yeah. Like that song. I love him. Speaking of loving the kids, what a segue. We're going to talk Wiener. Wiener. Oh! Wiener. Which is a pretty incredible documentary. It is is hard to watch. It's amazing. It is. It, it, was, it was very troubling for me when I watched it. I got depressed afterwards. So I got very can I, can I ask you guys why why we're doing Wiener like months after it was there was there because of the email scandal? Thing? Yeah, the email thing. Got it. And you guys didn't talk about it before. No, I don't believe we did. And I was like I was fairly Also we're hella disorganized. Yeah. Right, yeah, also that. I mean I was I would say I was fairly pro Wiener when the documentary came out because I thought the doc was more yeah. about people People like we demand of politics. Like the only people that could possibly be politicians mm-hmm. are people who like are pathologically attention seeking, right? And fucking have, weirdos. Have Sociopaths. to have the yeah. Have to have the last word, and and like their entire job is sort of fundraising and being a weird salesy schmoozer. Yeah, and that's the exact kind of guy that I would expect. Um, you know, needs to flirt with babes online. Right, to, needs to, to be off. like, here's my fucking giant dick. You yeah. know, and at the time. I was kind of like, hey, so what? He didn't even fuck any of these chicks. He, right. he, you know, he flirted with babes online. That's all we mm-hmm. know that he did. That's not even that bad. Um, now that he was sending his dick to fifteen-year-olds, 
Yeah, t- it seems a little worse. Yeah, you know what was weird, hey, about- but, you, but you haven't seen you haven't seen what the fifteen year old looks like. I mean, she could be cute. Well, you make she, a good point. She did. But a, a relevant point because of the law. Right. Well, she did hit him up, which I think makes it what? a little better. But <laughs> not, not. She's just hit him with the excuse. She's hit him with the yes, WID. Yes, bitch, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, king. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like he sought her out. It was like yeah, someone well, sought I mean, him out. Before, uh-oh. Before the fifteen-year-old, I was complete. I completely felt like, you know what? Like, sexting is like. I, I mean, it's almost. It's like borderline. He's into webcams, or right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's 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 all virtual sort of interacting with somebody, and it's like, eh, I don't really give a fuck. Like, it's not like he's banging chicks First, in the White House or whatever. It's you know what in I mean? Like, form and also like two consenting yeah. adults. What do I care? And the context of this day and age, the right. fact that he actually never met up They're with any adults. of them and and fucked uh, is is kind of a feat in and of itself. The right. fact that his it seems like his yeah. whole fetish is never actually having sex with anyone and not cheating in in a like literal physical sense, but it's all kind of like an emotional like he needs sort to of, feel wanted kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like I get it. I would like, yeah, I would, I would like for babes to send me pictures of themselves. Like, having, like, having said that, uh yeah, no, but all of it's bad. That's right. the thing. It's, well, it's, well, but once it got to the 15-year-old, I think it crossed a, well, a huge threshold of badness. It was different for me because when I saw the movie, I forgot. Like, I came into it with the same thing where I was like, oh, yeah, he, you know, uh, he was sexting with some someone online and got in trouble and blah, blah, blah. He, he, showed, he tweeted his dick accidentally. That's all I remembered of it. Right. And it wasn't until halfway yeah, through the, the whole movie. The thing broke because of the accidental tweet. Yeah, which is oh. amazing. Like, how do you... I, anyways, I don't know how you make oh, that mistake, man. but he... Did yeah. you guys like? Did you guys like him as a person? Well, at first... I kind of liked him as a politician. I liked yeah. him as a politician. Yeah, I did yeah. too. Like, I mean, I didn't... I don't know. I didn't dislike him. I thought he was like sort of what we could hope for, like right. what, you know, of the higher end that we could hope for in a politician. But I, I definitely thought, yeah. like, in that interview with him and O'Donnell, I thought O'Donnell seemed like a piece of shit. Like, yeah. And the thing that I couldn't figure out when I watched the movie, and as the scandal was unfolding, was like, why did the public turn on him a second time? It's like he'd already been known for being the sexting guy. And they've forgiven him, and he was like a head in the polls. And then he had like a second sexting scandal where it's like, oh, you found out that he sexted what you already knew, and suddenly, suddenly now it's a bad thing. Well, yeah. so for me, right. I forgot that he did it, uh, that he he got caught again doing right. it. That was the thing, and that's where it changed for me because, like, I understand. I know I give you one get out of jail free card uh, just you know just part of like the my duty as someone who believes in patriarchy <laughs> um, oh yeah duty is funny duty. it is sounds like poo but uh, the second time uh, well once all the other shit started coming out that's when I was like oh he's an asshole because like like how how much of a fucking narcissist you have to be to have that kind of public humiliation before you and your entire family, well, and, and then you do it again. And then, like, the, again, but then it was like unclear whether he, whether he did it again or whether it was still just old fucking. Yeah, I thought it was earlier. No, no, it was like, pretty clear that no scandal. No, because yeah, the they were the talking movie, about they're like, did this happen after? Yeah, it, yeah, and and it was clear that it did. Yeah. And 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 he was like, well, I was going through a depression, and it's like, uh, but uh, it was before he decided to run for mayor, wasn't it? I don't. I, yeah, but there I was also, like three different. 
I'm, occurrences in that documentary. Yeah, there was yeah, there was like three occurrences, and by you know, here's the thing: he's got like this wife and he's a got kid. An issue, but also like, do I really give a fuck? Like, if he's I care. Well, I give a fuck for his wife, like Huma uh, Abedin. I felt yeah. bad for because I was like, dude, why are you doing this? Like, she wants to have a career, and I don't understand why she would stay with him for that long. It wasn't until this recent one that she's like, I'm fucking, I'm fucking done. Yeah, that's why. That's How why. Good that's why is I that dick? That's why I didn't How feel good bad is for that her. wiener that he that she stayed with well, that's why i didn't feel bad for her because it was like clearly like this no, is the thing that she has accepted about him mm, i don't know about that i think it's more pol- it was like politically before it was just like no we can go through this and whatnot and i don't know i also feel like there's some emo- emotional manipulation you're with a fucking narcissist there's probably some weird fucking yeah, emotional exactly. manipulation going on so i feel i felt bad for her and that's by that's when i got really depressed because I, I was also, like i can't feel bad like they're both so embedded in politics that i mm, can't really feel bad for either of them i, I mean yeah. I, yeah she's like everything she was doing was like what are the optics on this like yeah. that was that's like how she views everything i i disagree with vince I still felt, I still saw human emotion underneath. Yeah, me too. The, uh, That's what I know, saw. The, I, just, um, I felt like she wasn't unguarded for a single moment of that entire. No, movie. I thought there was a couple moments where she was just like, "God damn it, Wiener!" <laughs> like she was, she seemed seriously bummed about it, but was like, "All right, we'll figure this out," you know. But I don't know. The but other, I thought the other compelling character was, like, was his. Um, the the really thin blonde woman the the comms director mm. oh, uh, yeah. Barbara she was just like <laughs> there's sometimes where you can tell she's just like what the fuck right the <laughs> like, greatest we were people in, in his campaign who are like dude <laughs> like it's such a weird thing to derail a campaign uh, like multiple campaigns like one uh, of you actually uh, being in elected office the one for you trying to get back into elected office like to be working as someone like street canvassing and like like coordinate a campaign and all you have to do dude is not take a picture of your dick don't talk to these like don't be carlos danger yeah but like like it's ridiculous but isn't that i mean i i came out feeling much more um cup score again cup score again five to one sorry I came out like <laughs> feeling much Matt's more. Matt's just got his TV privileges taken away. I know. This happened to me when I was a child, you know? Yeah. Do you well, guys know I grew up without should, television? This is triggering. Maybe you mm-hmm. should try not derailing a Oh, discussion. I'm sorry. I won't watch Game 7 of the World Series. No one's telling you not to watch it. I'm watching People are telling you not to just, shout about I'm, it. I won't shout. I'm in the middle I promise, of the I promise I won't shout. Uh, are you sorry? I'm. I don't know how sorry I am, and that's real. Hmm. Well, then yeah, I guess yeah. I'll just turn no, it off. No, no, no! Come on. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So we're... I just don't like. Why are we supposed to care about this in terms of his of him being a politician? I don't give a shit. Well, I. I mean, in, he's a celebrity. I, I'm saying this before the 15 year old thing, but if he's just like randomly. Where is he defusing cool. a bomb? Cool. Joe, what is that? I was diffusing a bomb. Oh, well, you called it. Yeah, I mean... I mean, like, they already knew this shit about him, and then all the media could ask about was... Like, when the New York Post chick is reading him her stupid Mm -hmm. New York Post headlines, it's like, oh my god, like, I want to push this woman off a cliff. Yeah, I did... uh, People really reveled in the... I mean... But you have to look at it in terms of, like, dude, I understand this is a thing... (laughs) <laughs> that you like to do, but you can't do this and also have your last name be Wiener. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It was too perfect. Oh, it, yeah. shit. I never even thought of that. I know. Oh, I just man. now thought of it. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I oh, so Matt just blew this thing wide open. That's why they liked it as a headline? Yeah, because it's like all the puns, the wiener puns. Oh. Yeah. oh. Brett was so I did, angry. I did like that he wasn't such a fucking pussy when it when it came to dealing with the Republicans. Like, he was, right. he was great. confrontational. I and, loved and it. I really liked that because you rarely see that from Democrats where they're just mm-hmm. like, Fuck you! Oh, you're a fucking tough guy. Like I yeah. like I loved that point when Me he was too. Just, he was not a pussy, and I liked that. You know, yeah, like his it's like rare uh, to see that in Democrats. That's why I was willing to overlook his uh, unapologetically weird sex life because you right. know, he's a little bit unapologetic. <laughs> well, at when first, was, yeah, I was yeah. also. I was like, dude, it's kind of fucked up that that totally derailed his career, and it was mostly because of the fact that his name is also Wiener. <laughs> yeah, and and but then when it happened again and then again, I was like, ah. Right. Fuck so, this guy. So like, he doesn't give yeah, a shit. Dying. He doesn't give a shit about the consequences of those actions and that and and that kind of behavior. Or he does, and he just loves that pussy so much that he doesn't even Listen, care. I understand that feel. That feel lives deep in my heart. But I also that's why I am not a politician. Yeah. Um, and it is why I am single. But maybe you should be able to be a politician. I mean, I've never. I mean, yes, I agree that you should be able to be. A, a, you should be able to be a politician who has weird sexual fetishes you should be able to be a politician who is like you know even if it's just like if you're polyamorous i mean there's all, all sorts of things the, the, <laughs> you're a furry i think the difference is actually is that furry should be prevented from it's universally politics. disliked when you are being unfaithful because that is something that is you like you are breaking a big promise right but if it's you're also hurting universally someone, hypocritical and also like i don't really like I don't think it's the worst fucking thing in the I, I world. I don't care if the 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 fucking the first baseman okay, for the Cubs is cheating on his girlfriend I, either. Like, hey, if you can catch a baseball think, and hit a baseball, yeah. then good. I will vote for you as baseball because player. Because everyone has if a different line. Anything Americans love, it's first of all being completely. Uh, obsessed and nosy about other people's sex lives. Yeah. And then second of all, it's really getting their fucking high horse about something. Right. Throwing stones at glass houses is definitely everyone's Americans favorite. Americans love mm-hmm. more than anything else just high horsing the mm-hmm. shit out of everything and everyone. Yeah. And, and, exactly. and it is stupid but like I guess Vince when you ask this question like why should we care? It's like it, that ship is so far sailed where we as a country are, are will always put right. someone's weird sexual proclivities uh, above any sort of right. Uh, acumen related to their actual job. It's like, like asking why you like pizza, Vince. It's like, oh, it's just tomato sauce and cheese and right. I mean, I get fucking that. Pickles. I get that, but that's it, right. But it's more just. It's pickles. more that they, the electorate, gave me the head fake. Mm-hmm. Like they overlooked it once. They're like, ah, like at the beginning of that movie, right? Yes. The, the people are actually booing the other candidate for bringing up right this, and you're like, oh my god, we're like, we're progressing. All of a sudden, like we've taken these huge step forward, and then it was like, oh, and they find out he did the exact same thing, and then they just go right back okay, in but on him. I think like, that's Fuck! I think that's why I was mad at him because it did seem a little bit like people were going to be like, can we really? Can we really like fault this guy's the worst person in the fucking world for doing this? I mean, his wife—that's between him and his, his wife. wife. His wife no. has forgiven him and, and whatnot. 
it, but when he did it again, that's when I felt betrayed, which right. is very weird because like I I didn't have any stake in it other than defending him, kind of being like, oh, what's the big deal? So he so he tweeted his dick accidentally. I mean, it's hard to be monogamous. Blah 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 blah. And then he does it again, and you're like, dude, you know what? I trusted you. Yeah. If I fucking trusted you. <laughs> and then he. Yeah, but like that's just. I mean, you know the type of person he is. I, all right. Well, that's the problem. Well, that's the problem. The type of person. I don't think it's like a. I didn't. I don't think necessarily being someone who watches porn or has se- different weirder sexual proclivities that are more other makes you a different type of person. I think everyone's kind of got something that mm-hmm. if it were out in the open, especially sexually, uh, like I couldn't run for a fucking uh, political office because people would be like, look at him talk about quicksand porn. Mm-hmm. They, he's done. He talked about it. Yeah, and not He mentioned mention, his dick moves when he saw it. It's <laughs> over for him. Yeah. Not but to I think mention, everyone has that. He's a Democrat and yeah. the entire Republican platform is is like they're uh, yeah. officially we don't want people to fuck or have money like that's ted cruz ted cruz's entire fucking platform was like i hate it when people fucking have money we're gonna stop it <laughs> anyone who's not me can't fuck or have money yeah and that so it's it's such an easy target and then yeah, for yeah, a second, a real, that's a real manic ted cruz impression i love yeah i just picture ted cruz as like the most insane fucking puritan cowboy you kind of sound like the aliens from uh, mars attacks I do miss him. Do you miss him a no, little bit? Okay. No, I have like He's I have not, like he hasn't a, gone away, man. I have like a visceral response to his face. Me I mean, too. I, I realize those jokes have been put into the ground, but there's no denying like when I see his face and I just go yeah. like it's like this despair in the pit of Matt, my stomach. Matt Taibbi called him a, a waterlogged Ronald Reagan mask <laughs> that, that someone had been forced to sew, to sew together at gunpoint and <laughs> never been able like he does look like a bloated doll of some mm-hmm. kind. Yeah. He looks like he like someone like put him in a hot car for a while. <laughs> well, hot car dad. And then he, he <laughs> came out. hot car dad. Hashtag hot car dad. It just, it, and he looks like he just, like, his face stayed that way. His yeah. whole body kind of does this droopy, like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so cute. So I also feel like I had to. I like people food. <laughs> That's what he seems like he'd say. I have a hundred cans of Campbell's human food. I need more glucose for my hatchlings. <laughs> Uh, so the part I just th- ate a baby bird. <laughs> <laughs> Swallowed it whole. Yeah. The part of the documentary that I feel like um, it hatched rec- in my stomach. <laughs> recent events have ha- forced me to re-examine. Is like there was the part where Hillary Clinton. They never really t- decided whether this was true or just a rumor in the documentary but apparently like she pressured Huma to like distance herself from Anthony Weiner or lose her job right and at the time I was like holy shit talk about a hypocrite like mm-hmm. I thought Hillary was like the worst person in the world for that and right, then right 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 and then now that uh the email thing came came back up because of Anthony Weiner I was like oh okay I guess yeah, yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed at the end when it's all really falling apart and the um, adult film star is like waiting for him outside the building. Dude. And he's got that one campaign aide who's like talking in code. Yeah. And then he's oh, like, that oh, shit, I shouldn't say it on camera. Oh, what was but her, anyway, it, well, the, it's code for this woman. What was her, her code name? Was like Pineapple. Oh, pineapple, yeah. Pineapple has entered the building. Yeah. Pineapple's and, uh, out there. And yeah. I was watching it, I'm like, this is fucking veep this is veep right here yeah that shit was insane it just made me feel first of all how terrible is she 
How terrible is who? Sydney Leathers. Yeah, and she's chasing after him. Like, what was she hoping to? Like, I get. Like, you know, she lives in a reality show that exists off, in her yeah, head. She came off really poorly in that. I thought. I for, mean, yeah. Like, well, because if, she, if she's just trying to, if she's trying to get her name out there and do a porn, like, all right, get yours. But the thing where she's trying to ambush him, I'm like, what are yeah. you doing? No, th- that specifically, yes. Yeah, it was. It was all very. But yeah, gross. go get your porn Sydney, career off the off Sydney the like. I didn't think it through. No. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that was the point. It's like, what was your aim? She was like so mad that she couldn't confront him. But like, what was the aim of like, we had a conversation digitally. Yeah, that's like <laughs> somebody was like paying her to do that, and she was just like, mm-hmm. I, I gotta do it, or I don't get the three thousand dollars. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. I mean, that was the whole thing. She had no plan in her fucking head whatsoever. Yeah, it was all so sad and gross because she's she's so. Everyone, everyone fell into to... their own worst stereotype in that movie, oh, yeah. and it was the fucking worst. Like she, the electorate, yeah, uh, the yeah. media, the fucking candidate, the wife, the fucking uh, the political campaign guy who was like a pineapples under the building, and mm-hmm. fucking she's like uh, the guy who's heckling him. Uh, yeah. I, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I uh, wrote it like eight hundred times. No, no, not the Hasidic guy in the bakery when he goes to um, what's that island? Uh, uh, not Staten. Island. It's like it's like New York Island or. Uh, Fire Island. Fucking, um, he goes and there's like a Staten guy. Island. I think he's a, it's not Ellis Staten Island. I think he's a journalist. I think he's a journalist yeah. and he confronts him. Rikers Island. And he goes, ah, it's been a tough week. And you just hear him go, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like when he was in the uh, in the in the bakery and then he decides to get into a yell match with a fucking acidic dude. Well, but like, that guy talks well, shit. I, I have a three second clip of it. <laughs> Did you hear that? Was that too quiet? I heard it. Joe didn't hear it, but what does he need to hear? Yeah. God, people are the fucking worst. No, but I, I agree with your take that it was like watching everyone slowly conform to their worst stereotype and then being depressed about it. Oh, yeah, it was depressing. The whole movie fucked me up. Like, I remember leaving it, me and the guy who I saw it with, we, we like just sadly ate chicken wings. <laughs> afterwards and we were just like what the fuck dude it was i don't know what it was about it. i think it was just yeah everyone was just such the worst version of themselves and there was no hope in it because he gave they gave you hope at the beginning you're yeah. like oh maybe the american electorate is better than caring about who this guy sends and maybe, pictures and maybe of his anthony wiener isn't such a fucking bad guy and maybe you know maybe like i don't know because at the beginning of it got me really fucking juiced because it showed all those clips that i remember watching like uh you know of him just lambasting the fucking right wingers and just like it just was like it felt good because he felt righteous and he mm-hmm. felt like I don't know. It was it was it was nice to see that kind well, of like passion in a yeah. politician. And, and I'm with you because I the, I realized when I was really trying to unpack the deep deep despair I felt yeah. after the second debate. Yes, uh, it was the whole. Um, I understand the aspirational quality of when they go low, you go high. Yeah. But really what ended up happening was that like Trump hurled a bunch of insults yeah. and Hillary didn't do a fucking thing didn't about do a it. Fucking thing. And yeah. it, it just felt really bad because so many people, people who are fucking idiots and who will that, vote for Trump are like, well, the only way to show power is to be a complete fucking asshole yeah. to everybody. Hashtag that's crush. the only way to Hashtag do it. Crush. Uh, now I'm going to high school football practice. But yeah. Like that's like the only thing that people like that understand. Yeah. And so finally, Finally, in the in the last debate, it was a little more um, uplifting because she was be, she was like, "No, f- you're a fuckboy," you know, and like, yeah, and, and it, she didn't have to like really 
uh, really get into the mudslinging, but just like at least acknowledge that, okay, well, if mm-hmm. you're trying to do this, you know, you got skeletons in your closet too, buddy. Yeah. So all that is to say that, yeah, I fucking loved it when Anthony Weiner's like, no, yeah. I will not sit down. Yeah, it felt good. And and then just to watch it all kind of go to, go to shit, you're just like, oh, everything's bad. There's angry people on both sides of the aisle, you know? I just want this fucking election to be over. Oh, oh, can you God. believe it's less than a week away? I thought about that today. I was like, yes. Yeah. A week from today, it'll be like... I still haven't oh. opened my sample ballot yet either. Well, I still... Uh, just stop. If you want to not be depressed, just stop checking 538. Because the predictions are just getting... It's like getting... like. It's Have not- we had an election in the last in the last 16 years that hasn't been within um, like less than a percentage point? I mean, yeah, no, no, definitely. But we, the, usually like the margin is between, I don't know, the last one was the 6% margin. The one before that, it was like nine. Uh, uh, so it's like 69. Yeah. Those are, those are hot numbers. Disinformation but. sucks because like all these polls come out and I'm like, ah, I'm, it's too exhausting to click through to all these polls to examine yeah. the methodology. That's why I no, like, like five Breitbart online poll, and you're like, okay, well, I know that's not gonna, you know. Yeah, and then you but go to the, you go to fucking. Uh, I went to Huffington Post, and they're like, ninety eight point six percent win. Uh, you know, uh, basically saying yeah, New York Times says Hillary at like ninety percent right now. And and, and I, I'm just like, uh, it's not that I don't believe them. I just like, I just maybe it, we shouldn't know. I I just feel like their numbers. I just don't trust their methodology. Whereas like. Nate Silver, at the very least, is like, well, statistics is kind of my thing, you know, like, so I don't know. Wasn't Trump behind in like every poll that he that he eventually fucking won? Yeah, Trump kind of broke all of Nate Silver's models. Yeah, Nate Mm -hmm. Silver like guaranteed that Trump wouldn't get the Republican nomination. So kind of kind of slowed his. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that he's it's perfect or anything. I'm saying that guy is a cuck. And a fuck boy. Well, for sure, he's a cuck fuck boy. And no one's no one's arguing and, that uh, he's not. And his poll doesn't take an accurate counting of real Americans. Can you guys and give he, me an explanation of of a, what a cuck is? Uh, I don't it's, know. I, it's a man who lets other men it. have sex with his wife. Yeah, like cuckolding, like the porn. Oh, so it's a it's a guy with a still active sex life. He's not boring. He's <laughs> no, not a well, I mean, coward. I think he's the one. He's not a fucking coward. Right. That's a, you make a very good point. But he's also, I think he's not having sex. He's watching his wife have. He's probably masturbating though. So you're right. It is an active sex life. Yeah. If you're excited about it, like that's awesome because you oh, obviously. Oh. Sorry, I just hurt my. I bit my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> If you if you are so secure in your masculinity that you can watch another big dick black bull have sex with your with your lady, I, that's, by the that's way, good. I, that's just more benefit. I to didn't you. even realize that there's a racial element to the cuckold thing. I mean, like, there isn't I, always, but I generally knew, in porn, there like, is. I, is I, well, is, I knew cuckold from the like dictionary definition of cuckold, right, and not yeah. like the porn definition of cuckold. Oh, well, there's not necessarily a racial element. Oh, well, you said that a while ago. No, not necessarily, but it's common, and I tend to think that uh, yeah, in right wing parlance, like it's it's heavily implied. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're maybe, definitely. Maybe he's in, just sexually, maybe he's just sexually turned on by the idea that he, his fifty three year old wife won't be asking him for sex for like a week. Yeah, yeah. he's he's Al Bundying it, or you know, yeah, he's. Told, Pig, can't you go have sex with someone else? <laughs> 
uh, you know, he's he's allowing he's allowing his wife to feel pleasure, sexual pleasure, and giving someone else the right to do it. You know, to enter getting Al Bundy that quickly was amazing. Yeah, Peg, if voting meant that a big black man would come in here and have sex with you, so I didn't have to, <laughs> I'd mail in my ballot right now. And then the then the the audience applauds for five minutes. Oh God! I'm sorry, I just bit my tongue again. <laughs> oh fuck me! Uh, yeah, now it's five three. No, it's okay. five four. Oh no, it's five three. Yeah, that's right. Uh, now we got an email. About, <laughs> you're not supposed to yell. We got an email question about the movie, which I just Ooh. want to congratulate our listeners. Like, yeah, that doesn't that is, happen that often. Yeah, thank you. Great job. Uh, hey, Harlem Globe Frauders. Oh, that's good. Just want to say I've been reading your articles for years and just this week took the leap into your podcast and you guys have quickly become my second favorite podcast that revolves around latex butts, Tony Robbins impersonations, and young thug-ass ad-libs. Hell yeah. Who did a Tony Robbins impersonation? Probably you. Was it oh, me? Oh, no, no. Oh. Vince. I think I missed you. Yeah. Is, is your father a powerful man? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Listen, now that fucking stuff matters. <laughs> uh, I only caught... A a few quick scenes of the Anthony Weiner, I mean Carlos Danger documentary, so I only have some broad on-the-surface questions. Am I alone in thinking that Mr. Danger comes off as extremely insincere during the whole campaign and is really just in this for the nookie, or does he only resemble a less homicidal Robert Durst because we're aware of all his dirty laundry? Mm. Uh, and what do you think his relationship with his wife really is like these days? Is I... she just holding on to his lube-covered hands to keep up public experiences, <clears throat> or is she just a ride-or-die bitch? Uh, I know these questions are clunky and you don't have the answers, but cut me some slack, guys. I'm new to this shit and I'm kind of high. I, I do have answers. Yeah. Completely insincere. It's yeah. like yeah. You, you could not come off as more insincere if you, while knowing cameras are on you. But right? I think that isn't and that then, part of the sh- like isn't isn't his sort of the Joe Biden esque sincerity of insincerity? Like his whole being is that he's kind of this like shark tooth uh, used car salesman kind of person, right? Um, I still think in times where he should have been a little more like humble, he came off as super insincere, like, oh, wow, what a show I just put on in like explaining the scandal that's going to completely tank this, um, mm-hmm. you know, campaign. Right. Um, but I, just, but then, I, just, I took that as sincerity because it kind of like I kind of thought like that's what every politician is thinking and he's actually saying it. I don't know. <laughs> I think it there still was looks a bad. moment where he was like he got into that argument on CNN, and it and it cut away from him, and then it was just him sitting alone in the studio, <laughs> yeah, and he was sort was... of like cackling like a little boy, like yeah. it was like that it was, was very childish. That was the fucking weirdest part to me. Like I was just like, why is this guy? This guy yeah. just torpedoed his whole fucking career. And that and was... like, <laughs> yeah. I'll keep coming on here and kicking your ass. <laughs> it just it did but feel. I mean, that's like his dominant characteristic, though. Like that's his whole thing. Is like he's the guy who needs pathologically needs to have the last word he and thinks he's win. winning the argument. Yeah. Like, isn't that sort of the id of all politicians? Yeah, I, but there's also, like, I mean, that's... But there's a difference if you are clearly in the wrong is the thing that you know it's like that you you I, the, but was I, he like in that in that o'donnell interview i thought i, I mean thought he the, came the o'donnell better. interview is when the second thing happened right or was it after the yeah, first it was like the but i think that was one in there where they cut to him and he was like alone yeah and to me like uh you know him taking a shellacking i mean i think would have it would have served 
him well and everyone well if he had just been able to take a shellacking rather than um being like well fuck you i i should be you know it's just yeah. like it's petulant and like no one really wants a fucking they want someone who seems like they're they are when they're winning that they're actually winning when they're in the right that they're actually in the right if yeah. you're in the wrong you're clearly in the wrong I, you just like I don't know I don't know I felt like he's like also that he's, they're uh, not he they're repentant. Up, but not a child he's what huh? I said also that they seem like a grown up and not a child like when <laughs> when when they're when a you know like an adult or like somebody like Barack Obama is winning an argument right he's not like <laughs> he's yeah. looking at you yeah exactly you, know? you just go what, what bro i mean i think now like i look back on it more negatively but at the time yeah i was kind of like well i think he kind of is in the right like who cares like i don't give a shit what chicks he was sending his his dick to like well, yeah but whatever. it's like he knew yeah. he knew he was going on this interview uh, to talk about it he knew that uh that was going to be a part of it and he should have like the fact that he had this attitude of like well anyways let's talk about more uh, other well, things what was it's he like, supposed to do um, you're supposed to like well, own up to it. That that people want, he owned up to it. He said he fucked up. The only thing people wanted him to do was go away. So like, short of going away, like I don't understand how he yeah. could have, like all well, like the, the whole time. He could have gotten better by not doing. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. Not doing it, and I think that's uh, like just don't go on that. Not fucking doing it every- again, right? I mean, that was the unspoken thing. They're like, hey guys, uh, hey bro, you fucked up. We get it. Just obviously don't keep fucking doing this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and you got to think there's some type of addiction going on. Cause yeah. I've never received a picture of a girl's like tits or whatever. And been like, I'm going to lose my job over this. Maybe I'll lose exactly. my job. This is worth it. Though. You know what I mean? Like, I mean he, I've been... To him, he's obviously just going crazy. Right. But again, like a lot of, like a lot of those interviews happened where it was unclear whether he'd actually done it again or whether they just discovered more of what he'd done. That in was the first what place. I, that was what I thought too. But no, he clearly did it again. I don't know. He well, yeah, now we know he that. Did. Yeah. Well, no, but in the in the in the documentary, he had clearly done it again. It, it was it was like it he, was ambiguous at certain points. At certain like points during but, when like certain interviews that he was doing. Yeah, but it only got ambi- It only got ambiguous because he was basically like, I don't fucking know how many people I sent these photos to. So it right. sort of defeated well, the purpose well, yeah, anyway. But isn't that but. But why is that a weird? Like that makes total sense. Of course, like if he does this all the time, because well, <laughs> because the second time it happened, they hey, knew. You know, hey, you know confirmed the dopest, that it happened the after the first time. That he sent was? After the first you time, the or after he got caught? That he sent was? After he got caught. Okay. The first picture that he sent was he tweeted his dick, right? No, no, no. I was saying the dopest picture that he sent was was that fucking one where it was like, look at how big my dick is. It's fucking bigger than this baby. And then he had like his like baby right next to him. Yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it, was, it was like there for reference. He's like, look how fucking big it is. Get ahead. Fuck. Here it is next to a literal baby's arm. Here, I'm going to get my baby to hold the tennis ball. It's kind of a shame that it's not bigger since my dick made this baby it's really too bad uh and the email finishes uh thanks again for such a great podcast hashtag squib hashtag content hashtag hashtag p.s i'm newly sober and it's cool to see a mild success story like mr lee dude that is <laughs> what what a what a compliment also the answer to the second question is they have no relationship because she dumped his ass after right the last scandal yeah right yeah it's 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 over and yeah but again 
I don't know. It seemed like such a marriage of convenience from the start. Well, that that's it's totally it's, what it was. Yeah. But, but at the same time, at the same time, the answer to his question is like, I think it's fairly obvious when you see the way she reacts to him that like she fucking hates him, right? And, and it's like not, justifiedly so. And it's not, is, did she hate him all along? I, it, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. And I, I mean, maybe it, you know the proof that she didn't is the fact that she stayed with him. I think the the idea that it's a marriage of convenience goes out the window when when he becomes the most inconvenient person in her in her well, life but but and inconvenient okay, truth but here's here's, here's, yeah. here's how we parse this out is is it a marriage of convenience because what are the optics of her being single slash divorcing her husband i mean unless i'm living in a completely fucking total liberal bubble i think even conservatives would be like fucking yeah leave that fucking douche and I think liberals as well are like, well, that's nah, the fuck thing. him. That's the thing. That's uh, that, I mean, that goes back to the root of all of this. Is like, are we electing a mayor or are you like trying to elect a father? Like, I understand, like, but there's a lot of. But how many people? Levels. How many people sure. knock yeah. Hillary Clinton for Bill stepping out on her? I, I mean, so it, many, right? Absolutely, so, yeah. So I mean, I'm just it's it, the idea that at this point that Huma couldn't be a single person i think that's i just think that's ridiculous right, but that's that's sort of like she's a ride or die b that's I think, that's also i mean there's the thing that the voters or actually care about and then there's like the things that political strategists like think they care about right, which yeah, aren't that, always the same exactly right thing. it is kind of a different world oh solo home so 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 oh, <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, so you guys want to move on to Borat? Yes, man, wife, life. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just uh, uh, cool. Thirty or it's ten years since ten Borat. Ten years since it Borat. Both, it both feels like it hasn't been ten years, and then when you watch it, it does feel it like feels it dated? wasn't. Well, not dated, but I, it's a different world we're living in. It is. is, you know, it? like it is like, distinctly different. Just, just in the sense of, um, I remember seeing it in the theaters ten years ago, yeah. and thinking it was just fucking incredible and loving every minute of it, yeah. and thinking it was so brilliant. And I still think it's really funny. Yeah. But I think um, the the part of us that uh, reacted favorably to prank videos, right. um, which this kind of falls into, yes, um, is so like like burnt out at this mm-hmm, point mm-hmm. that there were some of those sequences where I was like, oh, yeah, another right. YouTube like crazy prank video you'll never believe. That's that, um, that is true. Though I will say overall, it's still well done enough mm-hmm. that a lot of it's still really funny. I laughed my ass off. Yeah. Um but I remember at the time I certainly remember at the time thinking it was like flawless. Yeah. And well, I think and there's, now there's a couple of those scenes that in my which, mind like, fall which, a little which, flat. Which scene, though, are you talking about specifically? Um, well, I know she was in on it, but even the, the Pamela Anderson scene, it was like so extreme. Right. It was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. That, that's true. The, the, I think the in on it part is what made that scene, um, for me, But I had to weird. look it up. She oh, was, yeah. That's the, the only good acting she's ever done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. She was like, she seemed genuinely Don't you terrified. Don't say that about Bird on a Wire. I, I, I do, I do remember that that part for me. Rewatching it, uh, that did have the YouTube feel of like we're gonna conduct a social experiment and yeah. see what, and I'm, and you just know everything in it is fake. Well, that hey guys, yeah. what's going on? Uh, yeah. we we did a little video, yeah. and then you fast forward. It's three minutes later. Like, so we kind of were just thinking about like what how this would all go down, <laughs> and, yeah. and then you fast forward another three minutes. And it's like, so anyway, um, let's get to the video. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Do you ever watch how-to videos on YouTube? Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like a really simple thing where I'm like, oh, this one little, you know, thing on this, uh, you know, appliance I have is broken. Let's watch a how-to video. It's like 12 minutes long. Hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, this is so-and-so. Remember to uh, like all my videos and subscribe down there. Uh, go ahead and leave a comment if you want. Uh, well, you know, so I was hanging out and, yeah. uh, you know, I was... I just want to say for the people uh, who really liked my last video, thank you so much. And uh, just please tell your friends about it. And um, I'm going to read you a poem I wrote uh, before I show you how to install my, a light fixture. My question is, is there like a kind of a, a, a an SEO type trick with YouTube a that YouTube your video has guide? to be a certain amount of you, you, length? You, or? Do, you do have to keep them watching for 30 seconds to get a view. And if you, uh, if you can get them to watch half of the video at least then uh like it's a lot better or something it's like your your engagement then you know can go up and i, I don't know it's a whole thing where i know at work they're like we want people to watch at least half of it right like retention is like a huge thing oh, that's um, so annoying okay sorry to derail so it. there's a couple of levels i think there's a little bit of the super troopers effect where mm. the first 10 minutes are like so fucking good that yeah. the rest of the movie like almost doesn't even matter like the first 10 minutes yeah. of borat are fucking amazing like everything that's in that weird yeah. romanian village that they said <laughs> was kazakhstan oh, right, yeah. is incredible like just his like ad-libs with the people and then like the running of the jew yeah. where they're like oh yeah. here comes the jew the and then, oh, oh she's laying an egg like yeah. oh run crush, crush yeah. the jew egg before it hatches <laughs> oh my god that was so amazing and then so funny and just his like stupid his stupid like tricks of english is like I get the window made of glass. Yeah, he get yeah. the window of glass. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and I mean, then, even even just uh, when he sits in the chair, king of the castle, like it's the first his first so time funny. ever sitting in a chair is yeah. so brilliant. Like, right, and then just to make it a not a lot to get another room. Thinks <laughs> 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 elevators is a room. The, the like the. The, the satire of Americans is of like what the other the rest of the world thinks of Americans is perfect because he's playing on simultaneously the fact that we don't know shit about the rest of the world right. but also that we're so fucking nice that we'll just like let some right. foreigner just take a shit like right. on our kitchen table and yeah. we're so, so fucking stupid that we're just like well I guess that's how they do things yeah, yeah. right and yeah. so it's like we're it's the best and worst of us, like mm -hmm. at the same time. So every single scene is like you kind of get the best and worst of us. Yeah, and it's, I, I yeah, and I think that's what that's what works is it's not when some hapless poor person just gets like completely shit on for the sake of for the sake of the vine. Yeah, you know? exactly. that's like that's not funny. No, yeah, my favorite yeah. fucking person in the whole like I wish this guy was my dad, the fucking driving instructor. Yes. Oh, he's God, amazing. I love that guy where he's just like Must not hit the children. Yeah, let's not hit the children. Uh no, because he's like, maybe we go 
uh, honk at the sexy lady. He's like, no, we don't do that in this country because we have a thing called uh, consent. Women can decide yeah. who they want to sleep with. <laughs> well, he's he like the again. most woke dad ever. Yeah. It's so good. And not only that, but he's like, what? Uh, he's like, yeah, I know. It's good. It's good. He's like, it's not good for me. And he's like, well, you know. He, he's like the guy who's... He's nice, kind of, but he's not like letting... Like he's, he's not letting him push him around. Yeah. He's not He's not agreeing with him right. on the shit that he finds to be troublesome. Like, that. that is amazing. And like that uh, that's kind of the thing and i don't fault too many of the people in that movie for going along right because that's stuff. what i would probably do like, yeah right ah, pussy magnet yeah. i know i there's um there's certain guys who are beyond the pale but there's other right. ones like he'll make some comment about the jews and like i totally wouldn't be like hey hey that's right. not nice that's not what we do i'd just be like right. yeah, okay dude yeah, yeah, yeah like, like, i'm gonna be like oh, i'm gonna tell my friends about this like, later. i can't wait to yeah relay this experience and yeah, yeah no it, it, it it's the people who are beyond the pale that you're just like whoo boy and then, I, I you know i felt kind of bad for them in the movie theater i remember thinking like oh these fucking these guys, guys. Lives are fucked <laughs> well yeah and just thinking like you know the the, the yeah but at the same time, there's also part of me that's just like, this is really what people think? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the guy, the, I, the I frat decide, guys. I couldn't decide who was frat the worst person. Are... It's either the frat guys or I think like the rodeo guy. With shave the, your mustache oh, guy. You shave your, yeah. you, so you don't look like a dad gum mm-hmm. Muslim. And he's like, and no, he's like, I'm not Muslim. I worship the hawk. <laughs> and he's like, no, I follow the hawk. <laughs> That's like the best ad lib in the whole fucking movie. So maybe you look like an Italian. Yeah, and then and then he's like, in our country, uh, if you have sex with another man, uh, we finish them. And he's like, yeah, you take him out and hang him. Take him out and That's, shoot him. That's what we're yeah. trying to do here. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, like, he's got like a yellow neckerchief. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, like the ultimate uh, Folsom Street <laughs> Fair uniform. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's uh, a few people in that movie that you're just feeling like real fucking bad for. The fucking, the Southern family, as much as they were kind of, I just felt so bad because they're so used to being like proper. Yeah. And they think they're like, they think they're helping. They're they're like, we're going to help this poor guy learn. I felt bad for him at first. Noble savage. Mm -hmm. Teach him our ways. And I know. Just that that thought pattern, like to have the, that be your your thing, is like uh, already I don't like you for mm-hmm. being like we're gonna help this noble savage, just a fucking guy. Yeah. Um. But they, I did feel super bad for them when <laughs> he's just like he kisses one guy on the lips and he's like, ah, that was so great. Uh, I felt bad for him for them. Like when he would when he talked shit on that pastor's oh, wife, I was like, God, oh, yeah, that, that was, was like really that was just mean. Yeah, and then but then when he brought the black chick, and then the, then everybody just like got up and left. I was like, mm, I feel a little less sorry for him after yeah. that. I mean, just to be fair, he brought someone who for them was clearly a prostitute. I mean, in in terms of like what they were talking about, because I felt like that was. The de- it, wasn't she? It wasn't yeah. she? Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, he, he got her, her from off. the back page. He right. passed her off as a prostitute. Right, yeah. But just the... It, it was Lunell, the stand-up comedian. The fact but. that that was the line. Right, oh, yeah. Oh, she's a stand-up comedian? Yeah, she's a stand-up comic. Joe? Joe? Is he still there? Did you die? No, hey, sorry, guys. I was, I was talking to the uh, dishwasher at work. I Are you to ask him if... He needed he needed me to take uh, some plates out of the uh, hot hot box. Are, are you at work right now? 
I'm coming. Well, so I I worked this catering gig today, and then I have to. I had to like bring all the. I keep all the catering shit in my car. So, but I had to go to an audition, and then I had a meeting, and so I drove all my shit back like super late. So now I'm at this this ki- the catering kitchen. The big meeting was it with uh, Josh Josh Gad's uh, production company? It was with Josh Gad's production company. Uh, and uh, so yeah, it's on my work. And I was talking to the dishwasher dude, and uh, I was just thanking him for his hard work. What'd you guys What'd you guys talk about? I don't know. There's a one dude here. Uh, he always wants to talk about my girlfriend's pussy, but he speaks like broken English. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty much my favorite thing that's ever happened. I was actually hoping when I walked in that he was here because I was going to just fucking give him the phone and not tell you anything. And I was going to have him start talking. So not your girlfriend, just her pussy specifically? Yeah. I just, I use, I translate and start saying dirty shit to him and then he gets really worked up. <laughs> like I say, my girlfriend's pussy tastes like candy and he goes, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> really excited. And uh, Does it? she was awesome. She said to my I, brother Bilo, you cannot have this. The other day, I had these leftover meatballs that I was going to take home and I, uh, He's like, oh, can I have those? I was like, yeah, man, you want them? He's like, yeah, I'm going to give them to my dog. I go, oh, fuck, bro. Like, I was going to eat them. And I was like, oh, you have a dog? What kind of dog is it? He's like, Pitbull. I'm like, oh, cool. I was like, hey, is your dog, uh, is your dog nice? He goes, no. He's mean. <laughs> great. Fucking perfect. I just imagine this fucking Pitbull in some backyard just, like, gets, like, fucking meatballs thrown to him like twice a week just growling <laughs> just fucking like can't be pet <laughs> anyways yeah tangent um i uh i had a question for you guys sure so you guys you, you vince vince you you keep talking about how like oh that's the best we can expect from a politician or whatever and i wonder why that is like like it can't be that fucking Barack Obama is the only sort of handsome, charming, well-spoken, funny, you know, smart human being in the United States that is interested in politics. Like, do all those people that possess that sort of charm and that quality just end up, like, in a sales job at some corporate America or, yes. like, investment banking or whatever? Yeah. They just don't go into – they just don't want to do politics. Yeah, the vast majority – uh, don't, just don't do politics. If you I have mean, all those qualities, be- uh, and you, because then you also need the desire to be a fucking kind of a monster. I mean, yeah, like keep in mind, Barack Obama w- was elected president. Like, it, what was it? His first term as a senator? Yeah, he, so, well, first term as a junior. Yeah, he was like forty-seven or so. Something, he's right? a junior senator, so he went from being a community organizer, like he wrote to that state, book, to a state senator, then to uh, a junior senator. So I don't think he was in politics long enough for maybe to really like steal his soul. Maybe I mean, and also think I think also think that I'm sure. You know, he's a good actor. Let's be honest. Like, he's not. I mean, that's the thing. It's like a lot of. That's what I want from a politician is for them to be a really good actor to a certain degree. I mean, you do want them to not make your country look stupid. (laughs) And and you want them to have the ability. I mean, I think more so than that, I just want them to have, like, the ability to get shit done. But also, just like, name name one other person that's likable. (laughs) 
<laughs> right now besides right now besides obama at this yeah, point like, that, I mean, just, that, at, that's really amazing like look at the vice presidential you go, candidates oh i wish it was this guy Bernie Sanders is likable. Yeah, but Bernie Sanders doesn't even almost count because he's like, yeah, he's you know he's in Vermont and he hasn't had to. Right, he's been sitting on the benches. He's like the only good one. (laughs) He's just been like, put me in, coach. And also, I mean, just 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 look at the vice presidential uh, candidates this year. Like those were the best. Yeah, that each party thought that they could come up with to make the 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 main person look better, and we got fucking. Just too like dorky. Just, but just, even Bernie, who I love, mannequins. like I don't, I don't think under under pressure, like in the in the moment, as is as articulate and sort of captivating. He's captivating, uh, and but convincing of a speaker. No, for sure, definitely as Barack not. Obama. Definitely not. Oh, not as Barack Obama. Barack Obama though has like he's good because he doesn't have to raise his voice. Yeah, that's like his whole thing. Where it's like Bernie has to shout, you know. That's his whole thing. Like Bernie, Bernie's got. I think I'm, I'm sad fly. that he's not going to be the president because I think he would have had the loudest, oh the loudest sneezes of any president up until now, <laughs> like by far. Yeah, for sure. You he's, know that dude sneezes. He lets it out. You know that guy sneezes and like birds fly off the telephone dude, wire. For sure, he's also got pocket tissues like me. <laughs> No, like he wherever carries, he, he carries goes, he leaves a trail of pocket <laughs> He carries a hanky. Or he carries a hanky, but right. let's be honest here. He's got, for sure, he has, like, pills in his pocket, like aspirins. Yeah, yeah, and he, he has ones that, like, you need to take in the event, in, like, a certain event where it's mm-hmm. like, grab the pills out of my jacket! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but he's probably... I don't know why he was Marv Levy in that situation. But yeah. he's got pills like... Yes! <laughs> <laughs> He's got pills in every jacket, which he doesn't even doesn't even know what pills they are. Mm-hmm. It's just like in a bottle that's unmarked. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's my dad. He's very much my dad, except if my dad was like a socialist instead of a libertarian. He for sure has one of those days of the week plastic pill things. Oh, that's for like sure. Like Monday through. One hundred percent. In his briefcase. Yeah. Um, likable, likable politicians. Who's likable? Who's likable? Yeah, uh, there's nobody. Like whenever I ask. Even my friends that sort of know about politics, they go, who would you want to be running? And it's always like, I like fucking boobity, blah, 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 blah. And it's just some random fucking person that no one's ever, you know what I mean? And you're you just mean like, someone yeah, who's not that's, in the that's, national that's like spotlight. A hype dream. There's, there's Gavin Newsom yeah, there's who nobody... seems like the slimiest cocaine yeah, piece that's, of shit. The problem ever. is, like, he does seem slimy. <laughs> he's, he's, I fucking hate that guy. Well, he, but, he stripped his uh, like, like campaign manager's wife. So right. that, that's like pretty. Awkward. I mean, you just look at that guy and you're like, oh, that guy yeah. definitely stripped somebody's wife. Yeah. He's a wife fucker. Yeah. And he just, he just like exudes fuckboy out of every pore. He and does. Like every just fiber of his being. He's very fuckboy. He's very fuckboy. What yeah. is a fuckboy, you guys? It's a guy who's, uh, it's like a boy. fuckboy. It's a boy who likes to fuck. It's like, you know, just like a boy. It's like a. It's, it's someone who acts sensitive to get pussy. I don't. I, is that? I don't think that's it. Yeah. Is that? It's specifically that's sensitive. What, that's what Jane. That was Jane's. Because uh, I. Because I, I heard that's a sad boy. Uh, no, I. I is think it's a sad boy, boy with an eye. Everything's with an eye. Oh, if okay. it's boy, it's got an eye. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think. I. At this point, fuck boy. It seems. It's, no, but to sad boy just... is acting sad to fuck. Fuck boy is acting sensitive. Not, yeah. Not necessarily sad. No. Just that he like cares about world issues. Nah, because I, I at this point, fuck boy just means someone is just like a man slut who fucking goes around and is just like a it's just a, a douchey guy who fucks a lot. 
Yeah. I he think acts douchey to to fuck a lot. And yeah, but douchey doesn't mean like necessarily sensitive. Like sensitive so, means right. is a sad so boy. Are, are you like the extremely woke ally who's like? Well, I think that's a sad boy. I think okay. that's a fuck boy. Ooh. You know what? We'll figure it out at some point. But yeah. I think it's just someone who is just a dude. Fucks according to your definition, according to your definition, a sad boy tweets like Smith's lyrics. A fuck boy tweets like, like right. I, I, I will shed tears when Hillary is elected president. and I won't apologize for it. I think, I ladies. Think, I think if uh, if you do anything, uh, I I don't know. It just seems to be a blanket term for a dude who who uh, who just fucks a lot. I think but, Leonardo DiCaprio is like the arch archetypical fuck boy. Yeah, no, you might be right because he's sort of you know he cares a lot about world issues, but not nearly as much as he cares about. He's the archdiocese fuck boy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean. He de- he definitely would fall in the definition, but I I kind of feel like uh, so would fucking you know like uh, who's a just like Tommy Lee back in the day. My references no, are dated. No, Tommy Lee's not not like not a, the same. What about Rachel Dolezal? Is she a fuckboy? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, at least not okay. by Vince's definition, because she's she. Uh, well, actually, in a way, she's a fuckboy. Like, like John Mayer, she might actually. Wait, hold on. Rachel Dolezal might be. Oh, hear me out. In a way, a fuckboy, just in terms of by Vince's definition of like the kind of like the 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 front of woke the woke ally in order to get. You know, in this case, she's not trying to fuck. She's. I said I, sensitive. I mean, woke is part of it, but it's not. It's like just one facet. Well, but I'm just saying that in a way, she's kind of like a fuck boy, except for she's not fucking. She's not a boy, but she is. She is. She's disingenuous except for all the things that are part of the word that it is. Right. Yeah, but also, isn't it like an order, uh, like an order higher of wokeness to be like, I could never understand fully what you experience. Yeah. But right. as a white sure. person, I know that it's not good, and I know that there's times where my voice should not be the one in the room that's heard. Right. Yeah. Whereas Rachel Dolezal did not do right. that. Well, but that's the thing. If you're if your wokeness, if you're using wokeness uh if you're a male feminist for example who's 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 just a male feminist to try to get pussy then obviously you're uh you're very complicated you're a fuck boy you're a fuck boy yeah (laughs) in in that definition specifically Mm -hmm. i just thought a fuck boy was just a a dude who likes to fuck i just wish that avril lavigne had written a song called fuck boy and not skater boy because i know what a skater boy is it's harder to rhyme see you later boy with fuck boy yeah that is true Although at the same time, boy. He wasn't good enough for her. Mm-hmm. Now uh, he's a superstar uh, banging on his guitar. Uh, What's after that? I'm never... Come on me, come on me, come on my mm. kids and pussy. Sorry. <laughs> it might be that. I don't actually Joe, know. Joe, do you have any movie pitches for us this week? I don't, dude. I, oh. I was ill-prepared for you guys. But oh. hey, Vince, can, whatever happens, my only request is that... You know how like you show the time on the podcast, and then you 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 put some type of like description of what goes on starting there. Yeah. Will you please just put is Rachel Dolezal a fuckboy? Question <laughs> mark. Right, and then the time. Yeah. I'll starting to, there. I'll have to mark that. All okay, right. Good. Somewhere like fifty-seven minutes or something. Cool. Um, do you Thanks, guys? Man. Would you like to do uh, Crystal Corner? I have a pretty decent yeah. Crystal Corner this week. 
Alright, I'm gonna queue up the theme. Oh, there's Le Uh, so I feel like this isn't this isn't perfectly Crystal Corner, but it's it's Crystal Corner adjacent enough that mm -hmm. I think that it works. Um, it's an Esquire piece uh, by Bayard Duncan about uh, adult camp. Oh fucking fuck! Okay, okay. So uh, I saw Vince share this, so I clicked the link. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Vince. Uh, the directives from Justin Bieber's former dancer. And were then I closed the tab. <laughs> it's, that, I mean, that is literally where I closed the tab. It's a really great piece. Um, close our eyes, visualize, and when we were ready, move toward our ideal selves. First by slithering on our bellies across the emerald astroturf, then by crawling on all fours. Don't rush it. When the urge struck, and only then, we were supposed to dance. Think of your whole body, each and every part, as tools, our instructor said. I just want you to listen to your tools. His name was Sean... <laughs> so to speak. His name was Sean Evaristo. He was handsome and compactly built with two glossy braids and a pair of drop crotch sweatpants that called to mind a genie who'd crapped himself. He sounds like a fuckboy to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is a camp for fuckboys. Before we, me and the young professionals gathered at Camp C-A-M-P, this sumptuously branded getaway for adults with a $1,300 price of admission... Started shimmering, shimmying Wait, toward our how, better selves. How much is it? Thirteen hundred dollars. I, this is. There's a war coming. <laughs> there's a war coming, and this is this is where we're gonna be. Go ahead, keep going. So they invite. Um, they invite. Uh, I hope they fucking learn to fire arrows. <laughs> yeah, that'd be like hunter, hun, Hunger Games camp. Oh my god. Uh, they um, they call them thought leaders that they invite. A uh, fucking course they do. Your typical creative thought leader might characterize camp as a sort of middle ground in what has become quite a cluttered economy of adult summer camps in the U.S. Oh my fucking god. Like Camp Grounded near San Francisco, it impels campers to abandon technology to quote disconnect to reconnect but rather than forbid any discussion of careers as camp grounded does camp is all about networking oh my god you come away with it with essentially 200 <laughs> new friends but also god. <laughs> but 200 new friends or 200 new linkedin connections but also 200 new contacts founder sonia rasula told me 200 new leads for you to exploit <laughs> oh my god uh, camp seeks to miss business, mix business with pleasure in the most seamless way possible. The spring session promised classes on how to apply hip hop principles to your startup. Oh my! <laughs> God. No, 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 no. <laughs> tutorials on building and maintaining an exceptional Instagram presence. There would be dancing, horseback riding, synchronized swimming, basketball, cooking classes, and small batch wine, and more than one type of kombucha served on tap. Uh, let it burn. <laughs> let it fucking burn. Keynote speakers would include an exuberant astronomer and also a convicted murderer turned prison reform advocate. The experience, I was assured, well, that's good. would be a place to reconnect with others and, more importantly, I think myself. they're all future murderers, though. Like the person that goes and like actually thinks that they're gonna oh my god get benefit from this oh yeah it's um, a bunch of fucking Patrick Batemans one of the people that he profiles is this guy Frosty who's apparently like a former Survivor uh, competitor um, uh, uh -huh. question what do you do for money 
Quote, I'm a professional free runner, he said. It's definitely a made-up job, and it's a job that I helped make up. A free runner is somebody who expresses himself through their movement in any environment. For me, that's just a mix- say your parents give you money. <laughs> just say that. It's okay if you say that. <laughs> then we can all just be like, oh, okay. Now we know what to think. It is a camp for either people. that or you're. Oh, I'm homeless. But right. one, it's one or the other. Right. It does seem like a camp for people who have to make up uh, reasons why they have money. Yeah. Uh, for me, that's a mix of martial arts, breakdancing, rock climbing, dot, 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 uh-huh. Free running comes from a small French discipline called parkour, which is really just a training discipline that was used to teach military and law enforcement how to move effectively through different environments. What was the question? What was? What the do you qu- do for a living? Oh, God. You know what that meant, you fucking <laughs> asshole. Walking to lunch, Corey told me he liked the class. People don't create enough, he said. Oh no, this guy, sorry, this is a different guy This is Corey, he runs a sunglasses company with his mom Oh good, oh good, oh good Oh good Uh, Is running a sunglass company a creative endeavor, I asked Oh my Yes, he said, but it's more than that It's a philosophy On Tinder dates, of which he goes on many He likes to ask women what they've created A physical thing, he said That's what he What exists because of you that didn't exist before you came along when a recent date couldn't think of anything, I was like, man, that's so sad. Like, who would ever even know you were here? What the fuck, Like, dude? This, is, this is a fuckboy. Of which there are many. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Jennifer! I like, to, I like to go on a first date with someone and judge them. <laughs> yeah, what, if, what do you create? Yeah, what do you make? Oh, sorry, I didn't have a trust fund, Corey, yeah, you oh cocksucker. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. Uh, Hello? Hi. Hi. Okay, I just making sure you hang up. Oh, no, definitely not. No. After lunch, a self-described innovation strategist named Tyler Mongan explained how to, quote, hack your mind to create a trajectory for success. Hack your mind. <laughs> how to hack your mind. <laughs> At risk of leaving out God. even one crucial detail about Tyler, here is a bio excerpt taken verbatim from Camp's website. Tyler is the author of Ho'olokahi and co-author of Anatomy of Integrity. He is a published biochemist and attended and attending graduate studies in medical ethics, naturopathic medicine, and Taoist acupuncture. Okay. In his free time, oh my God. he enjoys picking the banjo, teaching Ashtanga yoga, practicing Bagua martial arts, and surfing the windy breaks of Diamond Head in Honolulu, Hawaii. Okay. Aside from catalyzing individuals and organizations towards meaningful results with sacred strategy, oh, Tyler is a PhD candidate in natural medicine at Quantum University with research focused on individual and organizational coherence. We're fucking doomed. <laughs> Actionable innovation and strategic futuring. Strategic futuring? <laughs> yes. All of this, it's, that's the Dude, thing. This is, this is actually taking me to a dark place. <laughs> like, it's not. I don't feel good. I need, this is why we need Brett, because Brett's kind of like a lightning rod for this very, very negative. Like, I need him to, if he absorbs it, I feel better. Yeah, okay, but so this gets to a really good place where this guy is talking about being intensely lonely in the midst of all this and trying to, like, get someone else to uh, admit to this to them about this uh, near the conclusion of camp I skipped a post lunch activity and retreated to my cabin craving a little solitude soon after I entered Corey joined me and flopped down on his beddy, bed he'd been well received here over the past few days I'd noticed a small flurry of female clucks whenever he walked into a room or passed a table female clucks yeah what is a female cluck like oh the, look that guy's so hot cluck conservative they're, they, <laughs> oh, they're yeah, conservative yeah, yeah. but they they fuck chickens uh, yeah yeah so why was chickens fuck their wives? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so why wasn't he out there schmoozing? He said he was tired of networking. There's so many people who here who are itching, dying to tell someone else their story because it makes them feel good to talk about themselves, he told oh. me. I think I really yearn for conversations about new ideas. I felt my gut drop. By this point in the weekend, I'd pegged Corey as your quintessential camper, an embodiment of the peak millennial entitlement I thought the place represented and celebrated. Each time we spoke, I'd been mentally compiling evidence for this hypothesis. His proclamation that Airbnb, Tinder, and Uber are like the three apps that run my life, his camo shorts, his upbringing in the Disney-founded town of Celebration, Florida, his plans to launch a series of brunch captain hats, Oh, God. I have to take a piss. Get the fuck out of here. You don't have a name for it, but this kind of falls into the phenomenon that, that Brett really, uh, as Matt alluded to, like, can, can really is really good at, like, interpreting and sort of, like, analyzing. But, like, it's really important to, like, have the appearance of knowing what the fuck you're talking about. You yeah. don't really have to say anything. Right. Actually, I saw uh, Bro Pair on Twitter shared a great video that was... Um, Will I am just being like the most prolific bullshitter of all time. Yeah. And it is like astounding. Like he's so fucking stupid. Like he can't even put a thought together. Yeah. And and so like a lot of the people are like that where it's like, okay, well, if you have an Instagram and you do the beach feet enough from like exotic looking places and then put your MacBook on like a balcony overlooking, you know, like you have that like entrepreneurial and then you do the photo shoot at the runway getting onto the plane. Which implies you have a private jet, which is like your bullshit meter should immediately go off because like the economics of actually owning a private jet is right. like the most there's like like athletes who make tens of millions of dollars go broke with the private jet. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have to be in like the point oh oh one percent to afford the private jet. So like yeah, that, that's a, a sure surefire bullshit sign, but like it's it's all over Instagram and like you see it everywhere. I actually saw a really awesome post that was Someone busted Soldier Boy, uh, who has been busted many times for like flossing rental cars and <laughs> yeah. uh, like fake watches and shit like that. And he did like a tour of his uh, new penthouse that he dropped six million on. And then someone like posted a photo of the Airbnb, which <laughs> oh, is like really good. But <clears throat> um, I just happened to see in the comments of that post, there was like, some guy like Dr. Real Estate. And he's like, actually, this is a very wise, savvy investment move by him because he didn't actually spend the $6 million and he's getting uh, returns on uh, a small investment of whatever the Airbnb fee is instead of uh, investing in a depreciating asset. And I was like, like, this is Instagram. It's like only in fucking Instagram does a guy yeah. who rents someone else's house on Airbnb and passes it off as his own with a fake price tag yeah. get like spun as a savvy investor. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's the level of bullshit that you either have to spin yeah. or be so fucking stupid that that makes sense to you yeah. to like do one of these camps right so once again it's like but i'm sure that guy i'm sure there's plenty of people who are like oh shit that guy that guy's for real and then he can go and keep posting you know his fucking runway pics and people will be like oh this guy's really successful and guess what you know who else that is exactly to a t donald fucking trump <laughs> yeah just Put gold on everything, and everyone will think you're you're fucking rich. And I think all right. So I wanted to get to this part because I feel like it's it's so good. Uh, he told me that even though he conquered most negative emotions like jealousy and anger, he hadn't found an antidote for loneliness, particularly the type he encountered while traveling the world. It's crushing. Uh, the antidote is stop being such a fucking dork. <laughs> yeah. It's crushing sometimes, he said. I'm in an amazing place like Thailand, and I just sit in my room by myself and play chess and act like I'm working. 
The other part about this, he continued, is that you're living... Wait, he plays chess alone? Oh, he's playing online. Yeah. Is that you're living the life you always dreamed of, and you're seeing the world in these amazing ways, but you have no one to share it with and no one to relate it with. You have to Instagram or Snapchat it to give it any longevity, because otherwise it just fades away. What? The night before... He's talking about life experiences? The, as, the night before, he'd asked me if I... That is sad. The, that the, is for real sad. Like to be somewhere... Let me finish, okay. goddammit. The night before, he'd asked me if I ever feel his particular flavor of loneliness. I told him I used to before I met my wife. My wife. My wife. <laughs> she, she's, <laughs> she's pregnant and my life was about to change quite a bit. I don't know if there was much time for loneliness. Huh, Corey said. A fiance and a baby on the way. He stared into the middle distance for a few seconds. Then he snapped on a nylon sleep mask, pull his, pulled his blanket over his toned, hairless chest, and fell fast asleep. Dude, I hope he never woke up. <laughs> there's, there's definitely a whole category of people where like, you can so, tell. But, like, I mean, that's exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Where it's like you're trying to put out this thing of having this great life. And it's like, that's sort of your substitute for yeah, human and, interaction. And, yeah. and furthermore, it's like all your motivation is like, well, what can I do that I can then share on Instagram right, exactly. that will like it's make super black people... mirror. Yeah, it is. It's um, so creepy. And I, I realized that like at one point, <laughs> I totally, it's totally like, I like all my yet, social but... media stuff was based on like, well, you're following people that you're friends with on Facebook, right? So it's like people I work with and right. like all these other people. And I just realized that like my Instagram feed was so clogged with, with beach feed shots yeah, and yeah, like yeah. and like dinner shots and fucking, you know, glass of wine in the park and like all that kind of shit. And uh, if that's what you're – it's not that that's the bad thing, but also knowing the people in real life, I'm like – you, like if if you didn't have an opportunity to put this on Instagram, like you wouldn't have fucking done it. Yeah, you would not have done it. Yeah, yeah. and and there's so many people that like that's how they live their whole life is like <laughs> I want to do this so I can go there and take pictures to put on Instagram. And here's the thing: you do you, whatever it is you like to do. I don't care if if you wouldn't. Do you enjoy the Instagram thing? Then enjoy it. If you go to Thailand and the only way you get fucking meaning out of it is to fucking share it on Snapchat, fine, whatever. But I just don't, I just like, the the idea that he's like, you know, there's a lot of crushing loneliness out there and I haven't figured out a way to hack that yet. <laughs> and it's like, maybe you're going about life in a fucked up way. Maybe, just like for a second, you're the problem and you're the farthest thing from a thought leader that I could think of. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Joe was in Thailand, or no, he went to Vietnam. Did you Instagram it, Yeah, bro? it was interesting because I, 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 I did Instagram uh pretty aggressively and uh fucking hate fact, you i posted this picture of me with this woman in this like village in thailand and i the caption was fucking crushing tinder out here oh yeah yeah and <laughs> i saw that i got i i got some i got some negative uh <laughs> feedback on that most of us positive but some people are like fuck you there was like a couple of girls that were like this is the most shameful to go into someone else's culture and then uh, make fun of that. And I was like, well, that's not really what I, well. No, I it wasn't about her culture, it's that she um, was ugly. That was the joke, right? <laughs> no, I mean. I think the joke well, that he was in Thailand and he was like, well, I'm just on Tinder over here. Cause obviously when I go to a new culture, what I want to do yeah. is well, also, she, also she had like a lazy eye and like a snaggle tooth and like it was very clearly that yeah. you were making fun of the fact that she was kind of wonky looking. There's hot Vietnamese people. Right. Which true. is fine. Hey, I just want to I should say there's a I, I do have a problem but with it's not as funny. 
if I post it with a hot Vietnamese chick. Right, exactly. That's where, that. yes, I agree. And it's it's mean, but I also, there's part of me that's like, if, if you if you flip off a blind person, is it really yeah, I, all I that know. bad? <laughs> right, yeah. And I would say no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad. Yeah. It's meaner if you tell that's, her. That's you know? I mean, it's still mean, but, but it's... I a, did. What? I don't, I'm not somebody that ever gets lonely. Like, I can be by myself in my apartment for fucking days on end, and I never. But there was a point where I was in Thailand, and I went up into, like, the jungle, like, this, like, jungle beach town. It's pretty, like, isolated uh, to go on this dive trip because that's where the boats left to go on this, like, dive trip. And I was staying in this hut in the jungle, mm-hmm. and everybody that was staying in this hut, for whatever reason, spoke German. So there's nobody that could speak English yeah. except for the owner of the thing. And he didn't really want to talk to me. And dude, I got fucking really, really like crazy, crazy lonely. Like, and I never thought that would happen. I no, I mean, if like, you're, so. it's all, it's actually, like part of it's loneliness, but I feel like traveling by yourself. Yeah. I mean, there's certain things that all you need is one person, even if it's just like a dude you met in a yeah. hostel the day before, right. and it makes it not weird, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. being by yourself, no, you like can't do it. traveling alone is lonely. That, yeah, and, for and sure. That's, and, the and loneliest. I think the problem... I mean, I've done it lots, but like, there's definitely... You have to figure out... You know, you have to find a crew, wh- yeah. whether, you know, wherever, like, and you end up hanging out with some people you probably wouldn't hang out with otherwise. I, the, but. the problem that I think I have with this guy and the fucking, like, him, like, trying to, like, fucking figure it out, it's just, like, it's his journey to figure out things that are, are normal <laughs> and, human problems. Right. That I, it's like that are I, intuitive to other people. Well, it's not that they're intuitive; it's that they're everyone's they're everyone's problems, and and like um, I don't know. It's it's the I just don't like him trying to humanize himself. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> it's the fact that he's just like I just you know. Well, I mean, yeah, all it really it's is. Like, so, it's so, like he's trying to. All, all it really it's like is, he's is it's humanizing himself so, by it, dehumanizing yeah. himself. It's yeah. just self help wrapped up in business. It's yeah, like yeah. kind of it's like the prosperity gospel type yeah. uh, meets self help. Mm-hmm. So like you've still got the same fundamentally sad people who yeah. are like I'm just going to tell myself every night that things are going to work out great yeah. and then they are I think it's, that's how it's gonna work it's, out. It's so weird because it's like the profit motive is wrapped up with enlightenment, and so there's right. people that are pursuing both, and that and like the fact that you watch them do it, and they don't seem to understand that there's that they're two different things. Like it's kind of like the same thing to them. Like that is kind of it's really off. And they do these things that really defy logic, where the um, part of that whole kind of like self help movement is is always constantly being humbled by everything. So then like. I always see people, and like I said, there's a lot of I, I, there are a lot of people I've worked with before. It's just like they post something where it's like, I am so humbled to say that after two and a half <laughs> years of hard work, I've been promoted to a new position. It's incredibly humbling to be yeah. such a standout in my field <laughs> yeah. and be recognized as one of the greatest at this entire company that's worth this much money and has this many employees. It's just an incredibly humbling feeling. And that, like I always just want to be like, that is the literal exact opposite <laughs> meaning of, of humble what you're doing right there. Yeah. And, and, but, and it affects my life, like too, because I... Like anyway. I'm on a delay, by the way. No, you're not. We're just talking over you sometimes. You're on a delay. Oh. I'm just playing, Brett. Yeah, no, I was, saying, I was saying there's something weird, too. It's like I'm trying to hack my emotion... 
so I don't feel loneliness, jealousy. <laughs> it's like, cool, so you're trying to become a robot. Right. Is what you're saying. Just take like, a, uh, uh, That's what I meant by dehumanizing. By yeah. dehumanizing. What if you never had to feel bad? That would be great. Like, that's how fucking cults start, right. except now it's just wrapped up in, like, yeah. coding language, because that's what they think people will understand. It's, what if you could have... That's what, like, guaranteed... Five years before Scientology starts sending you shit that's like, what if you could hack your mind? Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's also, it's like this, uh, it's like, it's not only prosperity gospel, but it's also this um, uh, this innovation gospel where, like, everything's new. Yeah. So, it's kind of like, they're selling this, everything's a disruption, but most of it's based on them not having basic yeah. knowledge of I've got of news for you. Loneliness is a bug, not a feature. Yeah. And we can fix it. Ugh. Yeah, so it's like based. It, it, it's you're, but it's still in beta. You're disrupting a system that you never bothered to learn how to use in the first place, right? Like the the what was it, Ron Conway, where they're they're, they're they spent fifty grand putting a, a proposition on the or a referendum or something, a city ordinance that says you can't have tents on the sidewalk mm-hmm. to get rid of the homeless people. Right. It's like yes, that was that was clearly the problem. Yeah, That's right. why there's so many homeless people here. Is yeah. because there's it's, we where there's too lenient with keep tents. Keep putting up tents, we they'll keep, go away. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that was the problem. I mean, we couldn't just like have more beds. Everyone just loves Ayn Rand so much. Uh, I did saw. You see that? I saw a a like royal blue, like clearly an expensive paint job Maserati. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like tricked out, had like a spoiler, and it had one of those Euro style license plates yeah. that said John Galt. Oh, and I was God. like, this is the most like IRL insta mute <laughs> Twitter avatar I've ever seen. Yeah. Did you see the uh, Peter Thiel uh, quote this week? No. Single digit millionaire? Yeah. Um, he Who's said, Peter Thiel? He's, he's the guy who funded Hulk Hogan's lawsuit against Gawker. The, the, uh, he's tech. insanely libertarian. He wants to do like seasteading and he's like mm-hmm. exploring life extension technologies. He's yeah. like crazy. He's the evil billionaire. But he funded Hulk Hogan's lawsuit. Yeah. And, uh, uh, he I, said, actually, he said, it made he said me about feel it. better. It made me feel better. And the reason it made me feel better is because. Um, I've actually seen him talk a couple times and he is like insanely brilliant. And this is of course, before this was all colored by like after the Hogan thing, I was like, boy, you are just an all time. Yeah. I don't like you. Yeah. Uh, and seeing him talk, he's clearly like an insanely intelligent person. Yeah. Um, and then when he said that about the single digit millionaires, well, what's it the actually, quote? It made, the quote is, it made me feel better. If you're I'm a like, single digit millionaire, like Hulk Hogan, you have no effective access to our legal system. It costs too much. Yeah, I was like, if you're a single digit millionaire, I was like, well, you're just so out of touch in so many ways that it makes it's 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 humbling. Yeah, it's humbling that someone that smart could still be so like does does he still have such a ridiculously bad perspective? He doesn't know he's throwing shade. No, 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 not at all. Listen to him say it here. How do you make his money? PayPal. Oh, good. Got it. And, uh, and he was in uh, Angel Investor on Facebook. And if you're middle class, if you're upper middle class, if you're a single digit millionaire like Hulk Hogan, you have no effective access to our legal system. It costs too much. Like, completely, like, that was like complete straight face, like, no irony, no, no yeah, satire. Not at all. No, that was just straight up. Which is kind of refreshing because you're like, oh, oh, he really is like having like Dr. Evil thoughts. Yeah. Single digit millionaire, dude. Dude, if you. Fucking! If you only got like 
nine million bucks in the bank how do you ever expect to to have law and order and justice yeah. in, in this country i mean it, it, in some scenarios he'd be right but it, it's he's also like he's not talking about a majority of the legal system <laughs> yeah. um i gotta go i gotta leave finally i was wondering when you'd leave are I'm you going to cozy car uh no i'm not going to cozy car i gotta go home i gotta do some work what the fuck I got something to do in the morning. Can I get that money. I get that money, Whatever. All right. Well, let's wrap it up anyway. All right. All right, Joe. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, bros. Thanks for having me. You uh, Anything to plug? <laughs> uh, fucking just like my Instagram. My, you can make you can watch me make fun of Vietnamese women on there. <laughs> uh, and then my Twitter, at Justin Gordico. Cool. All right. Cool. cool. Yeah. Well. Go, cool, bros. Yeah, bros. Uh, thanks for listening as always. You can email us, frogcast at gmail.com. Vince, what's the Google voice number? 415-275-0030. I'll never remember that. Uh, yeah, until next week. Good night and good chins.